When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Corey, a.k.a. Bayou Benders, alongside Mason Dixon, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. Back to another episode of Habs Tonight, folks. Uh, I hope you've really enjoyed the last episode. Um, it was a, uh, a shit show on my end. Uh, just about starting from the 15 to 20 minute mark. Uh, my computer froze, but kept recording. Thank God, and I was muted, so I couldn't. I couldn't do anything. Um. I had, I just, you know, after editing the episode, I could hear like little chuckles and shit every now and then when it would like try to unfreeze um, and then it would like, I would be able to unmute myself for a second and then it just completely like just stopped working and I was afraid to even touch anything uh, for the sake of for the sake of the episode and losing the material, um, I just sat back and panically texted Mason uh, what was going on. And we got an hour and a half's worth of footage that was saved. Thank God. Uh, but Mason, how are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, yeah, no. We, what a weird uh, intro. But Unfortunately, we had to cut our interview short just due to the way things kind of. Yeah turned out um but sebastian uh and i were talking after the episode and uh we're gonna we're gonna have him back on uh here pretty soon when he does like uh another ranking so we're gonna get to have another well not pretty soon but we will have him on again uh get to have a good conversation he's actually we've been talking uh sending me some some videos of players to catch up on some uh khl footage stuff like that which i'm ever so grateful for like absolutely awesome so i'm excited to kind of scour through those um you know maybe get my own kind of opinions about some players uh yeah but we love having sebastian on he provides uh 
some expertise on subjects that we're not as uh, familiar with. So it's great to have him on. And I thought he said a lot of stuff that, uh, you know, could be really exciting for a lot of Habs fans. Look, this draft class sounds fucking phenomenal and deep, which is good based on the way the Habs are trending. Of uh, They've won some games lately. So it's, uh, it, was, it's, it was a good conversation. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I think he has 100% sold me on Zach Benson. Fuck yeah. Because like I couldn't do anything but but just be a, a listener of, of of the pod, you know, like the entire time, um, and it was so aggravating that I could not ask questions, you know. Um, I thought, you know, I wanted to I wanted to mention some stuff on on uh, Matt Vay Mitchkov, um, but he seemed to answer just about everything I was going to ask, which was awesome. Um, especially like how we felt about, you know, with him having that extended KHL contract, you know, do you think he would drop down? Um, because yeah, like y'all said right now, we're at about, you know, this to seven, seven to 11 stage of our two picks. Um, but I liked his answers. I liked his answers about it, but, uh, man, his, uh, his commentary on, uh, (laughs) on Zach Benson was unreal kid plays uh, every position, but goalie and defenseman uh, quick skater. I can, I think he's like what five, nine, but he's like one sixty. all around. Pretty good guy. I was sold. Yeah. I thought, um, I thought there were some interesting comments made about a lot of players and um, we had a great talk at the end about some house prospects too. So it was, um, you say it. it was enlightening to say the least but yeah last time he was on we had a lot of fun with him um and this time uh just because i was having a fucking mental breakdown doesn't mean it wasn't a great episode <laughs> absolutely well uh unfortunately we didn't get to uh to really talk about the uh the how like the play of the hobs really so we're gonna get to do that here today kind of a shorter episode and We'll get things moving, but uh, yeah. Who, what did you want to start with first today? Uh, we've got a couple options on the fourth line to talk about at least. Yeah, we got the fourth line. I think we just, uh, I, I think we should honestly just keep it around that. Um, but one thing I did want to bring up is uh, while while y'all were doing that podcast, <laughs> um, I, the Oilers game was on, and. Um, or Arbor Jack High, they haven't released what it is, but uh, he's out indefinitely. Uh, seen a lot of things. Matt Drake uh, even commented on it, I believe, said it looked like a separated shoulder. Uh, un- insane bout. Definitely think he wins it, especially with that the hit that inevitably fucks him over. But um, that that hurt. That hurt. Yeah, like that hurt the looks family. Like a, to me, it looks like a broken hand or wrist. Okay. Like, I- I don't think we're going to see Jack Eye back. Yeah. To be honest, especially the way the season's going. Look, I'm sure Kent Hughes loves that his players are playing hard, but if guys go down with some minor injuries, they're not going to be rushed back. They want to lose games. Let's be yeah. honest at this point of the season. But the Habs are refusing. Um, <laughs> they're refusing to lose. I mean, we lost to Carolina today, but come on. That was 
pretty that much team. A, that team's in one, you know, like that team's like definitely uh, team's a stand up contender. Mm-hmm. Um, however, fucking hell, has it been entertaining to watch uh, Rafael Harvey Pinard? Um, on just an insane point streak right now. What is it like? Uh, he's got nine. He's got nine on the year. Oh, I'm sorry. That's goals. Jesus. Um, what what is his points? Let me let me check that out. I think uh, it's a seven game point streak or something. No. Oh uh, yeah. No. So Chicago, he didn't have any points, but before that, it was. Uh, let's see. So he doesn't have a he doesn't have a lengthy point streak. Sorry, but, it's not the point streak. It's yeah. just the amount he's, of goals he's, he's got. Yeah, he. It's like every other game, this guy's uh, scoring a goal, but in between that, he's got assists. He's got assists also, but he's having a time. He's having a he's having Eight a motherfucking time right now. Nine points in eleven games for seven goals. It's not bad at all. Obviously, an inflated shooting percentage, but. He's really meshed on that first line with Suzuki. He's made great plays defensively. It's my personal opinion that Harvey Pennard is here to stay. I think Marty St. Louis loves him. We kind of alluded to that. He locked in his position. Uh, pod. Yeah, he's he's in. I think like, he'll absolutely get a chance to um continue this success he's found later on in the season as we approach the trade deadline. And I think, you know, if he can continue to play the way he is and continue to showcase not only some offensive touch that I don't think he's going to keep up, but a flair for the defensive side of the game. Look, that's what you need from your depth, third and fourth liners. Yeah, they need to be able to finish chances they get. That's great. You need guys that are going to be able to be specialists on the power second power play unit. But you need something else. They need to provide something else. They talk about it a lot with Michael Pizzetta. Is he a great hockey player? No, but what does he provide? Right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the Habs fourth liners don't always provide much. They're guys who, you know, should provide offense. They, they want to be offensive, but they don't. They score a few points. You need defensive specialists. We can't just have Jake Evans as our defensive guy. I think Harvey Pinard is another guy that can be dangerous on the penalty kill and be effective and also, you know, have that specialty where, he can jump in and play with good players. Harvey Pinard seems to me like a guy who knows how to play with top talent. And I think you look at guys like Zach Hyman, um, I think is a great example, obviously on an absolute tear this year. And I'm not saying Pinard is the exact same, but you know that archetype of player that you can put up with your high-end talent if you need to move things around, if someone gets hurt, and he won't hurt you. And I think uh, Harvey Penner could be um, that guy in the future for the Montreal Canadiens. I think you're right. Um, you know, after after the goal that he scored tonight, I think he scored two tonight. I'm not mistaken. Uh, no, just a one. But anyway, his his goal tonight. Um, I was like, this kid definitely has made the team uh, for next year and all that. You know, but. Um, I was I immediately thought like okay like he's made the team so like a Pizzetta or an Armia someone someone is getting is getting moved you know some somebody is just having to bite the bullet cuz this kid's just showing it at it didn't matter with what line uh what chance he's out there 
and he's he's more or less our Cole Caulfield right now of like the playoffs. He's just having a spectacular run right now, and he's bringing the energy that that we seem to be missing. Or to me, it's reminiscent of Cole when he first came over after um, Wisconsin got knocked out of the Frozen Four. Yeah, I think that's a like I think that's definitely a. Uh... <laughs> Up, up some big shoes to fill, but I love I love the way he's playing. Well, you know what? He's a seventh round pick. I mean, yeah, he's a seventh round pick. You know another guy, seventh round pick that I'll always bring up. My guy, Jake but, Evan. No, that's who you bring up. I'm talking about my guy that you always laugh Third about. Guy. My guy, he's 5'11. He's 200 pounds. He's 38 years old. Probably one of the best seventh round players ever. Joe Pavelski. I was gonna say Joe Pavelski, <laughs> Mister USA. Joe Pavelski. Um, another fourth round player though, um, <laughs> making a fucking impact here. Um, and it's a guy that we've often talked about as you know. I think he's just a guy you'd love to have in your organization. Alex Belzil, six points in nine games. That fourth line's really buzzing together. Scored his first NHL goal at the age of 31. Finally got it in at home, too. Like, perfection. Bardownski's beautiful fucking goal. Um, And it's just, I think the best part of the goal is that he's just putting it on net. You know, he's just trying to continue to create chances. And it just just goes in and the fucking crowd erupts. To score your first NHL goal in your 12th professional season of hockey. <laughs> like, way to go, Alex. Um, we speak about him a lot. I think he's a great, just a great guy to have in your organization. To, you know, be able to continue to still have that hunger mm-hmm, and that, that drive and everything yep. they've, you know, he's the captain of Laval for a reason. Alex Belzeal is not realistic. He's probably not going to be on an NHL team next year, but he still has that hunger and that drive. Mm -hmm. And look, six points in nine games. He can play. He can replace guys. He's a replacement level player, but he knows his role and he excels at it. And it's just great to see him get paid off for that. And um, yeah, lovely, lovely to see him score. You could just see the absolute elation on his face, the the emotion he was going. Yeah, through. I think was- everyone was just so relieved. Just thank God, you know, like if 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 that if this is his you know NHL career is is just getting the call up when he needs to. Well, be- yeah. Sorry, no, no, no. I was gonna say like, you know, like like you said, twelve years. He's he doesn't stop. He doesn't stop fighting. He's got passion. He's he's the Rockets captain for a reason. And, you know, he's going to get the call up when things go south, and he's going to do his best to continue to to help, you know, the team with his game. For him to get that accomplishment, you know, to get that goal was just awesome, you know. No, I agree. And to, to um, look at his journey, right, like – undrafted out of the queue you know as an overager put up his put up 92 points in 63 games played for a actually you know went just 
battled, battled, and battled. Went to the ECHL for Gwinnett, uh, the Gwinnett Gladiators. Was in the Habs organization uh, the same year. Got traded to the Hamilton Bulldogs. Went back to Gwinnett. Went up to Alaska in the ECHL. Idaho, Fort Wayne. He was in the ECHL. After that brief AHL stint, he was in the ECHL for four years before he got back into even the AHL. Tore up that league. Point of game player. Went to San Antonio for a couple years. Finally getting to Laval. Didn't make his NHL debut until uh, 2020. Or sorry, 2000, 2000, yeah, 2020, when he uh, was up for uh, the playoffs, made his NHL debut <laughs> in the playoffs, went back down to Laval, wow. got called up the next year. His story is phenomenal. And, you know, you have to have a love of hockey to, to uh, be able to go through all of that. Mm-hmm. And never even, like, up until uh, – last year hadn't even made the playoffs in the AHL. Like this is a guy that loves the game and I think he's great to have for you guys. And yeah, just extremely, extremely happy for him. Yeah, he's got to be like a positive, like uh like a morale boost amongst the team. Like just to see someone that that is so in love with the game, you know, and is so committed to his craft. Like no there's, there's gotta be so many people that they'd give up, you know, and like you, you just counted off every way he's gone to, to go through all of that, to continue to play the game you love and, and to support your passion and, you know, your, your hunger to, to be competitive. What a guy to have in your organization. Absolutely. Um. So before we get to our, uh, our next little, uh, our little piece here though, I think we have a word from our, uh, from our sponsors. Absolutely. Uh, The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $100,000. Jesus, it's $1,900. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000. And if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major actions for sport, baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. They actually had a promotion uh, during the Super Bowl. You got like a $5, um, you know, uh, you could throw down $5. Your money doesn't count. It's just on on the house. I didn't put it on the Super Bowl. I put it on Arizona to beat, uh, I think it was like Nashville. And I was like, they're going to dog them out. It's going to happen. I won. I got like 15 bucks out of it. So let's go. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I wish I would have. I wish I would have bet them against Tampa. They unreal game. Uh, but best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Make sure that your first deposit is uh, – Jesus, I fucked it up. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN. 
Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Mason, you want to go straight into the other one? Yeah, go for it. All right. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time pretty unrealistic. I've actually found that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank and make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be a part of a big change if it's something you use every day, like my Raycons. Raycons is a premium audio at the perfect price point so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or speaker with battery life that will last all night at your next party, Raycon's got you covered. And yep, Raycon started half the price of, of, of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each or a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycons wants you to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options. Every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. And as always, some of my favorite things about it is the crystal clear call quality. Um, I'm doing a lot of service work in the city right now. Fucking Mardi Gras is insane. Um, it's just bands playing at all times. People are screaming. Um, at that same time, I'm trying to make phone calls to clients that, you know, I'm trying to deliver beer. I'm trying to, uh, you know, go do a service call. So I need to understand what they're saying. And right now it's easier to call these people as I'm trying to get to it, because it might take me 20 minutes to get two blocks down because of how much, how many people and how dense and packed it is in the French quarter. So uh, the crystal clear, crystal clear quality calling is amazing. Um, the eight hour battery is probably my number one thing that I love about it. I always say uh, put them in on, at my lunch break. I take them out. I let them charge. I, I gain like another, you know, I turn it into like a 14 hours worth of battery that day if it, if time, if it needs it. And then the uh, custom gel tips uh, for the ear. Um, I'm not going to say I have soft bitch ears, but after a long day, I remember the old the old school uh, iPod ones. When I'd pop them out, my, my ears would be so inflamed and tender and shit from it just like being forced open. Um, I couldn't stand that, but I, I never liked the big bulky head headphones. I was always, uh, you know, pop them in the ear type of guy. But uh, anyway, so uh, if you're ready to buy something small with a big impact, go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 50% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off buyraycon.com slash THPN. Mason, we're, we uh, we just talked about Alex Belzeal and his crazy journey. Um, I got something pretty crazy for you. March 10th, the Mississippi Sea Wolves, which is a professional hockey team that came back down here. Well, not down here. It's not in Louisiana, but it's it's pretty close. It's about an hour outside of my hometown. Uh, when it comes to sighting. Jesus. Um Sorry, fucking Twitter has ads now. I'm trying to get these. Does it really? Ads for us. Yeah. Does it really? Well, well, while you try to get that, uh, Bruce Boudreaux is going to be at the game March 10th. 
And I found out along the way of Bruce, Bruce Boudreaux's, um, you know, coaching journey. He coached the, I want to say it was the 96, 97 uh, Seawolves to a championship, apparently. So big Brucey, big Brucey's coming back to Biloxi for, I guess, a, a, an honorary celebration of Bruce Boudreaux at the whatever. Oh, fuck, I forgot what they, I what they play. Is this, a, is this a Louisiana team? No, this is that team out in Mississippi I told you about. Uh, oh, okay. Up, yeah, but it's like 45 to an hour outside my hometown. Okay. Yeah, so I, did, I didn't realize Bruce, uh, Bruce came like that. But you know what? Um, a lot of, a lot of big names did, um, fucking killer Kaminsky. He coached, uh, in Shreveport, not Shreveport. He coached in Lafayette, um, for the ice skaters. That's where, if you like the movie goon, uh, Doug Smith, the guy who Doug Glatt's based off of, he played for the ice skaters. Uh, that's where, um, Chicago goalie, um, Blanking on his name. Oh, fuck, he won. He won the cup with him with uh, with that. I think the second of the three for Chicago. Um, fuck, I am blanking on his name, but he came from there as well. Uh, fucking Pierre. <laughs> What's Pierre's last name? Why am I blanking? Pierre LeBron. P- no, no, not LeBron. What? What's your your bald the bald guy? They used to be on all the uh. Pierre Maguire? Pierre Maguire. You know, he he coached uh he coached the brass. Fuck Pierre Maguire. I is he is he not doing anything anymore? Did he like lose Fuck everything? Did he get <laughs> fired by the senators? Oh, that's right. He he is he took on a hockey role, I forgot, with um Pierre Poliver, Google Jesus. <laughs> anyway, he uh I think it was either he coached the brass, which was our New Orleans team. Or he coached the Baton Rouge Kingfish, one or the other. But um, yeah, we've had some, we've had some, uh, not big names, but we had some NHL guys over here at some point. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Why they were selling out uh, March 10th tickets for Bruce? I was like, for what? Well, that is funny. Yeah, I and I did a little research. I was like, I. Didn't even know he coached down here, but that's awesome. Uh, one of his first stops in his journey to the NHL to, to coach. I uh, I don't know if we talked about it, but it was on Twitter like a couple weeks ago when the whole Bruce Boudreaux saga was going out. Mm-hmm. Did you see that <laughs> Boudreaux scored his first NHL goal against Jim Rutherford? Really? So that's people why he did him dirty. That that's why he did him dirty. Was, yeah, that was Jim Rutherford <laughs> getting him back. He scored his first NHL goal against him. Oh no! <laughs> and it's hilarious. It's like just you couldn't let it. You couldn't live it down. Yeah, I guess not. Scott oh, Darling, okay. Jesus, I'm so sorry. I, I've been I've been scouring. Scott Darling was the Chicago uh, goalie that played in um, that played in Lafayette down here. Oh, I see. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that was Crawford's backup. Yeah, that like that came in and just went off off the wall, and it was like a well, big story because he, he was from yeah. Chicago. You know, 
Yeah, and then then he went to uh, Carolina. Carolina, and then he yeah, that didn't really go. Yeah, unfortunately, I I really yeah, did like happened, him. What happened to Scott Darling? Scott Darling went to uh, I think he went to either. So he went, he went to he went to Carolina. He went to Austria. Yeah. at some point, and then so. he retired. Yeah, but he went. He got sent down to uh, the Checkers, and then from the Checkers. He might have been bumped around once or twice in the AHL, and then he went to Austria. Yeah, and then he, he was, he's he retired. Was, he was great in Chicago. 936, 915, 94. Just not a starter. Um, speaking of starters, though, Sam Montebo and Jake Allen. Jake Allen's back uh, playing good again. Uh, the Habs are winning games. We're 5-4-1, our last 10. Uh, what do you think about that, Corey? Like I've been, look, I think is it is it good? I'm getting kind of nervous. I'll say, is it good for the draft? No. Is it fun watching this team uh, excel under all circumstances that's happened this year with injuries? It's been it's been fun to watch. It's not great for like our future, but we're watching fun hockey again. And I remember. I remember last season there were so many lows in it where it was just like I don't even want to watch this fucking team. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like you don't know. Are we gonna get a barn burner tonight, or you know, we're we're gonna the, the boys are gonna show up and just get kind of outworked in the end, or yeah, it's been a little frustrating, but I will say I don't like I just find it so hard to hold it against them. People are holding it against them that they're doing well. And I'm actually really, really happy Monty's doing well. As much as I hate that we're winning games, I think it's great for the team's future. As long as we stop getting games stolen. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just happy that um, our depth guys, our our call-ups are getting their experience and they're showing out. And I mean... Harvey Pernard is is a Montreal Canadian. You can't change that in my mind. <laughs> I think there's guys that are going to get moved to keep that guy on. Uh, I'm on Tankathon right now. Uh, we've dropped to eighth. I hit the, I hit it twice. I hit it twice. You want to know where the Florida picks at? Where it's moved up ten spots to number one. Ooh. I think I'd I'd break this fucking computer and just buy a new one at that point. Florida got has that would to be unreal. Games, though. What's that? Florida would need to start losing some more games, though. No, absolutely. They've been uh they've been okay as of late. Five, four, and one, same record as the Habs. Um I don't know what their schedule's like, though. Um, but here's to let me quickly looking at it. They play they play the Habs twice. In uh, the upcoming weeks, like till the end of the season. Well, so. they burned us both, Tom. So, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, as long as those games don't go to overtime, it's kind of a win either way. Um, yeah, looks like they have a tough schedule too. So hopefully, uh, we pray that uh, Bobrovsky and Spencer Knight continue to suck. They can't score their way what out of it. What a year for them, Jesus! I know, such a good year. And I, th- I think, um. I think Spencer Knight's hurt too. Yeah, I'm mistaken. Uh, but I mean, as of now, uh, our pick has a six point five percent chance 
the Florida one has a 3% chance. Um, but I've never seen the Canadians one pop up to first overall. And, and I just simmed it and we did. So never mind. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have this weird, like, I don't sim it. So whatever, like- it, whatever it comes up to is what, what you, what you're calling is what you're saying. Like I don't sim it because my my the way my brain works I'm like I don't want to use up all of our draft luck on a sim. <laughs> I, I, I sense it's okay. I understand where you're coming from. I don't think that anything's wrong with that. Yeah, well that that's I don't know my weird my weird views. I hear you. I mean, dude, you remember uh, when I was hurt and I was just watching games at home every day? I was crushing. Uh... Dude, I I killed so much half and half. I was crushing white Russians, and we were going to the, we were going to the cop, dude. <laughs> I was like honestly getting sick. I was just like, well, I can't stop drinking these because every time I do, we just fucking win. Fair enough. <laughs> I think on the cup run, I was like, when we beat the Leafs in Game Seven, I was sitting on my hands. Like, do you ever do that where you like sit down? Yeah, I was like sitting on like our kitchen, like our like little coffee table in the living room, mm-hmm. on a table, sitting on my hands, and for every game after that, I sat on this coffee table on my hands. Yeah, you remember? You remember they had? I wish I remember which account it was. They had the guy who was cutting his lawn. You remember yes, that? Yes, every what day. A, what a legend! What a absolute legend, legend, dude. Everyone's got their thing, dude, and. For me, I was just, I showed my wife the big Lebowski and she liked it. And I was like, I want a white Russian. And we fucking scorched whoever we played that night. I was like, fuck. And he tried us again next game and it just worked. And I was like, man, we're going to be fucking in one, dude. I went, <laughs> I went and bought the biggest, you know, like the jumbo party size of Kahlua. And I was like, fuck it. We're just, we're just going to have to go with it. No, absolutely. It's funny, the uh, the weird you know, uh, superstitions you get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. Man, I got, I got fucking, um, I got all the fucking parades coming up, dude. I'm not, I'm not looking forward to this weekend. I'm going to be locked in on Bourbon Street with uh, uh, a water pail full of tools and a backpack full of parts. And I'm going to just be, trying to trying to be Moses part in the sea to get to all these different bars that are going to have broken stem issues and tavern heads and, and calling me to change their fucking CO2. Cause they don't know what they're doing. Uh, it is, it's been a nightmare. Uh, in fact, the episode where I wasn't even present um, at one point I was like, Mason, I, I got to go get ready for work. <laughs> Gotta go get ready, dude. We've been nonstop. It's been two weeks. We've been doing parades like just about every fucking every Thursday to Sunday. And then you'll get your occasional Monday, Wednesday parade. It's been nonstop. <laughs> I'm just so ready for it to be over. Um, but if you if you come down here, Mardi Gras is fun. Um, it's just I've worked the service industry and now I'm on the service uh of the beer side of it. And it's you you don't you don't get those days like we're off Tuesday. That's Fat Tuesday. That's like Mardi Gras day. Uh, we're off that day. I, I don't go fucking anywhere. I don't want to be in the city. I've been in the city 
in a month and a half before that every day. So uh, I, I will not be parading, but it is it uh it is a time. It is a fucking time, dude. I still think it's hilarious uh, how much people love beads and what they'll do for beads. Uh, I, I honestly don't know how to even <laughs> begin to wait. I've never experienced Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras or uh, anything, anything sort of like it. It's interesting. In fact, uh, when hockey trolls came down here, it came down here um, with his family and uh, we went out to eat and it, it just a fucking parade just came down the street. He's like, the fuck? I was like, I don't know, man. If if today is a holiday, uh, then there's a parade. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot what it was, but yeah, we were just eating, and then like it's got loud as fuck outside. Everyone got out of their seats at the restaurant and went outside. He's what the fuck's happening? I was like, is today, uh, any day in significance? Because if so, there's a there's a parade going down to cater. So, the party city. Yeah, it's something. Uh. Every every place, every place could probably close year round and open for Mardi Gras and make what they make. You know, they could make a entire years. <laughs> they got they got a. Uh, so you know what king cake is? Yes, we've had this discussion before. Okay, so there's there's multiple companies, but one of one of the older companies, uh, they're closed all year. They only open for King Cake start being made after fuck. What is it called? It's like a goofy, like religious name. Um, anyway, it's like it's like the first Monday or something after a significant. Uh, it's like right after New Year's. Um, I forgot what it is, but it's like a day. It's like a oh, white Monday or something stupid like that. And uh, it's it's like the official first day that you're you know like. The gree gree is good uh for, for getting king cakes. Like it's it's now king cake season. And um they basically start from that day until the Fat Tuesday selling king cakes and they make um seventy thousand king cakes in, in that time frame, and they make enough money to where they can close for the rest of the year, every year, except for that small two-month window hmm. isn't that crazy that is fucking nuts. i'm in the i'm in the wrong business my family <laughs> my family robbed me of a good life because then the, then the assholes on like you know on the news and they're like well what are you doing what are you doing the off time they're like we fish and then we hunt and then and then we fish and then it's crawfish season you know? <laughs> <laughs> but it is crawfish season down here um unfortunately uh, my stepfather's birthday was the other day. Uh, they're, we're boiling our first our first batch this Saturday, and I have to work ten to six on Bourbon Street. That is tragic. Yeah, have you had crawfish? We do have crayfish up here. Yeah, you like them? Have you boiled them? We uh, I used to we catch them. We used to catch them up at my cottage with our hands. Yeah, and you'd like battle them. Like Pokemon? Battle. No, my mother thought it was cruel, but we used Good. to boil them. Uh, yeah, they're not, you know, I don't know. I've never had southern crawfish, as, you, as you'd as call them. But... I, I don't think I'd call them that, but. 
the first time you said crawfish, it actually maybe I do. it freaked me out. The crayfish, crayfish, yeah. yeah. The mudbugs. Well, anyway, I have <laughs> a fucking. We'll talk mudbugs next episode. Tomorrow, <laughs> we'll talk yeah. mudbugs next episode. Look, but, you're sending shit in the chat. <laughs> I said I I don't know where to go with this because you're talking about Mardi Gras and I'm just oh because totally I'm lost. I'm going I'm going insane I'm going insane you know I always ask you about Canadian shit and now like there's something interesting happening in New Orleans so I'm trying to I'm trying to give people a little taste of the South without <laughs> the violence uh yeah, right. well, yeah if you have anything else to add now is your time or forever hold your peace. Are you closing out or am I closing out? Uh, you can close her out. Thank you. Folks, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, apologize for uh, the last episode being actually, um, how do I say it? Like articulate, like there wasn't any like Southern ignorance in there. And it was like a really, it was a really sophisticated episode. Sorry, I wasn't there to dumb it down. But uh, this has been Habs Nightly. Thank you all so much for listening. Give us a follow, give us a like, uh, show your friends. Our numbers are going up, so thank you guys again. And anyway, we can't wait to talk to you guys again soon. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.